let's finish it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Closing Pitch. My name is Spiker Helms, and this is a show about people, culture, and how to create a winning lifestyle. In this episode, it's just going to be me and you. It's going to be short, it's going to be quick, and it's going to be to the point. In our catchphrase, we say people, culture, and how to create a winning lifestyle. How to create a winning lifestyle. This is something that I I don't want to misconstrued. I don't have all the answers, but I'm, when we deliver the winning lifestyle, these are things that I've noticed in my playing career and what has worked inside of our organization. And also when we have our interviewees, that's one of my thing, our interviews, that's one of my things. I want to figure out what makes them tick. Example, Jason Bell, he's the youngest minor league manager to manage a team. And now he's a minor league coordinator at a very young age. How did he do it? Even with John Muscat or Jeff McGarry of Blast Motion, how did they do it? Even our players, some of our players have answers that I don't really realize that they have and they've gotten it from their parents. So I try to figure that out. And what I want to do with this podcast is to give blueprints to help you guys out with what actually does work, what actually doesn't work. And this topic for today is about control, taking control of your situation. Aaron Jaworski, who is the owner and president of the Rawlings Tigers, does something at a very high level. It's one of the things that he does every single day. And if you don't observe it, you don't notice it. And when making the decision of going either into the financial route or going down this baseball sports route that was a little uncertain, a little risky for me, I dove all in and I started seeing what made Aaron a very high level owner and president. And this is way before Rawlings Tigers even made the decision of going national and creating the regional program. Working with him inside Balls and Strikes and with the Tigers and a number of other companies that he has, I started realizing that he works off of tasks. He's very, very, very locked in on those tasks. So what he does, and, and take this for what it is, if you want to add this into your arsenal for, the, for your everyday, I'm going to give other examples as well. He writes down his tasks inside of his Outlook software. And he labels them out and actually looks at it every single day. He just doesn't write the task and then just put it off to the side. He looks at it every single day. And once that task is done, he marks it off and then works on to the other one. Keeps on doing that over and over and over and over again until he accomplishes his goal. A podcast that I absolutely love, I've mentioned it before, is Andy Frisella. He's the owner of First Form, and he mentions a Power 5 list, which takes this a little bit of a step further. He picks out five tasks in the day and makes sure that he accomplishes those tasks. He doesn't put some random task that doesn't mean anything to his goal. He puts down tasks that he knows that will move him forward. He doesn't do anything else until those tasks are done. So if he does it in the morning, all within two hours, he can move on to doing something that he enjoys. But he makes sure that he finishes those power five. With myself, 
I was not a task oriented type of person to that extent. I didn't write down my tasks as a player. I had them in my mind's eye. Like this is what I need to do. As I got to college, I started writing it down a little bit. But then when I got into the Tigers, that's when it really went into hyperdrive because I noticed what Aaron was doing. And then after listening to the Andy Frisella podcast, I took it that even further. There's another podcast I listen to. It's called EO Fire by John Lee Dumas. And he has a really good point on tasks and goals. If we were building a rocket ship and we're going to Mars, you wouldn't label out your tasks. Your goal is Mars. You're going to be very specific on what your goal is. I'm not going to Pluto. I'm not going to Jupiter. I'm not going to Saturn. I'm not going to space. I'm going to Mars. If you want to take it even a step further, you would actually label where you'd want to go to Mars. And his point is this, is that as you grab your tasks, you will build the rocket ship, you'll get the fuel, you'll make sure that you pick the right landing or the light, right launching spot, and then you're going to launch. And then you have tasks on that launch as you're going into the atmosphere and as you're going into space. Now let's just say we don't make it to Mars. This is a very important point. If we don't make it to Mars, it's all right because we're amongst the stars. This leads me into goals. Tasks are great and you have to, you have to write those down. You have to use that power five list or do what Aaron does and write it in or type it into his outlook software. Like this is what I do every single day to give you guys a, an idea. So I have a notebook. I actually have multiple notebooks. I have a black notebook. I'll get that into a later episode of what the black notebook's all about. But I have another notebook, which is all about tasks. So I write down my task every single day, which is the power five. I take Andy's approach and I actually write it out because I'm a person that loves writing and it really ingrains into my mind when I actually write it down into a notebook. When I type it out, it doesn't work. You have to find your hack, whatever it is. It could be typing into the software writing on your bathroom mirror, which I tried, doesn't work for me, or just writing into a notebook and that notebook goes with you every single day, goes wherever you go. So I write down those tasks, but your goals are what you do, what, what your mission is and what you're trying to do. It's the, it's the objective of a person's ambition or effort aimed to a t- desired result and tasks go into goals. And my point is on this is that you have to be very specific. We underestimate what we can do in one year or what we can do in 10 years. We overestimate what we can do in one year, which a lot of people fail in that aspect because they're like, man, I can't even accomplish it in one year. Well, who am I? How am I going to accomplish it in 10 years? We overestimate our year. And we underestimate 10. You will be surprised at what you're able to accomplish in 10 years. I mean, the Tigers, since I've been a part of it, I've only been here for, I'm on my, going on my sixth year and we're already national. If we tried to accomplish that in one year, it was just a failed effort. Here's an example. So goal, our, one of our goals was to get to 300 teams in one year. That was a very unrealistic goal in one year. But if you did that in 10 years, that's totally realistic. But we weren't even, we weren't even more specific. We didn't get even specific enough for that. 
So we got even more specific. We started saying who, what, why, where, with whom, to what extent. Is it bright? Is it dull? What's the atmosphere like? What's our culture like? When does this exactly happen? How long do you think this will take us? What does our culture sound like? What does our culture feel like? Who do we want to surround ourselves with? Then we started building avatars. We started building this idea of what we wanted the organization to be like. That's the same thing that I've been doing with my life now is like, I'm really getting specific, super specific. I want to know every aspect of that goal. And then what I do is then I write down those tasks that I need to do every single day. And it might seem super, super little, might be basic, but that task, that task is going to get you forward. If you don't have it written down, how do you know where you're going? Like if we were building a rocket ship going to space and we didn't know what needed to be a part of the rocket, how do we, how are we going to get out of the, even just off the ground? You can't be scared of losing aspect of the goal as long as you're building those tasks up and you're doing those tasks every single day. One scary thought that I always had when I was playing was, am I going to make professional baseball? I, I was so worried about that. But I didn't need to be worried because I was task driven. I kept on worrying about the process, how to actually get there. When I didn't do the task or do the process and I, and I would fail, I would, there would be days where I just didn't keep track of my tasks because I didn't write them down. That's when those doubts started creeping in because I was so consumed about the what if, the uncertainty. I was, so, I was consumed by it. Then when I went back to the process, I started getting in the weight room. I started hitting, fielding, working out with friends that's when it started clicking and I ended, I, I literally had my head down and next thing I know I'm, I'm playing on a professional baseball field. Another analogy that I've received from, I forgot who it was. I, it's probably an entrepreneur and I want to say it's Tony Robbins or it might be Gary Vaynerchuk. I, I can't remember. Or it might even be an athlete anyways. Okay. They said that it, Going after a goal is literally you put your head down, you keep working, and then you take a breath up. So it's kind of like a swimmer. You're swimming in the water. Let's say you're Michael Phelps. You're swimming in the water, going as fast as you possibly can, and then you take a breath and look up and then go back into the water and start swimming even harder and harder and harder and harder. And then you take another breath and then go back down. And that's how tasks and goals work hand in hand. Your tasks are your strokes. You're stroking through the water. Your breath is you looking up and auditing your goals and figuring out, okay, I am on the right track. I am going in the right direction. My tasks are lined up with my goals. The water is your paper and your pen. You're writing those, you're writing those tasks down, those goals down. The last point that I want to make is thinking is creating and creating needs action. The hardest thing 
is to think things through. It's exhausting. But if we can think the things through, we're creating our future selves. We just have to provide the action, which is the tasks. That's my closing pitch. Thanks, guys, for listening. I appreciate it. We'll be back on our normal schedule with Dave and myself on the next episode. We really appreciate it. Please give us a subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please subscribe. If you are a repeat listener, give us a review. That is absolutely huge for us. We've already seen 20 reviews so far, which is unbelievable. And we're already at 2K plays. So 2,000 plays have been on this podcast, which is just mind-boggling to me when first starting things out. Um, Just super grateful. Thank you, guys, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for watching or listening or both to The Closing Pitch. If you would like to get your closing pitch featured on the show, we use a podcasting app called Anchor where you can submit your statement or question via audio. Or what you can do is comment in the comment section of this post. We also accept direct messages. Please give us the A-OK if you do send us a DM to use your statement or question on the show. Last thing, please give us a review on your platform of choice five star preferably and we value your opinion and this allows us to reach more people thank you for listening and we will catch you in the next episode